Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, VLORGTZ, and with me I have my regular co-hosts and pals. First up, we have Laser Kid. I lived, somehow. And also, guess who's alive? J-Mac. No, I'm not. I'm actually dead. Ah, well, that's a shame. Guess we're gonna have to bury the body. And you know who loves burying bodies? Our good pal, Allison. Yep, burying the bodies is fun. I mean, I wouldn't have put it past you be the one that killed him, so, you know. Hmm, maybe. Certainly is a possibility. What, is this case closed? So at this point, it's more like, you know, cleaning up her own mess, but, you know. (laughs) No, unlike case closed, we're actually talking about something that's successful. Oh, that hurt. Case closed is successful? That one hurt. I'm not even as big of a fan as you two, and that one hurt. Oh, now I'm sad. I'm sad, too. I, 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 but you know what? But you know what? If Lupin the Third can bring bring itself out of obscurity, so can Case Closed. Indeed. But we have happier things to talk about today, because we're gonna go into the mind-blowing adventure that was the final two episodes of Demon Slayer Entertainment District Arc. And you and I were go- going gaga over the last two episodes' animation budget. Holy Tap dancing Christ episode 10. <laughs> yeah, it's like you put table every week is like hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hold my UFO table to UFO table, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like I have never seen something this well animated from UFO table. Like the Fate Stay Night Heaven's Feel movies have some insane animation in them. And like I'd say there are cuts in episode 10 that are on par with that, if not exceeding that quality. And by the end of it, you're just like, well, what did I just watch? Did I just watch a mini film? You watched a hell of a lot of whoosh kadoosh. That's what you just watched. There was so much whoosh kadoosh. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> the fights. Yeah, the fight scene. Oh my gosh! God, it, it's a. They put the movie goal. to shame. It did, yeah. and that is saying something. <laughs> as much as I like Mugen Train, it's like, yeah, these last few episodes, especially, have just been on a whole nother level. Yes, it's like the animators just taking bets on who can make the more better animated episode, and they just keep doing it. Yeah, like I, I feel bad that I didn't go on like Sakugaburu 
uh, beforehand and, like, look up who was doing all these, like, specific scenes. Because, like, there were so many memorable, like, just, like, movements in this episode. Like, when uh, you have Uzui and Gyutaro's, like, confrontation in, like, the exploding, like, area. And it's just this constant, like, wave of movements to the point that like, you can't even see, like, their normal figures anymore. It's becoming this, like hyper speed level like clash it's like it's so insane i don't even have words for it other than oh my god like they went ham on this it's especially impactful because of like how tense the ending of episode nine was like you have everything going wrong by the end like tanjiro and Core like at their lowest points and a good chunk of episode 10 is just them struggling. Like, Tanjiro's, like, going and moving away from Gyutaro. Oh, yeah, and Gyutaro's, like, fucking torturing him. Yeah, it's, Ugh. like, it's so painful. And the part where he's like, oh, you can become a demon and I'll spare your life. It's like, Gee, oof. that sounds familiar. Sounds yeah. incredibly familiar. I really love how, like, it comes to this payoff where, like, Tanjiro... He's doing this in desperation, but he still is, like, thinking in a strategic way with, like, the whole kunai stabbing uh, Gyutaro with, like, the poison. And then, yes. oh man, Zenitsu popping out and talking Daki. Oh, God. How did I forget how hype Zenitsu was in this arc? This is probably his best arc, like, legitimately. And the way they animate his, like, uh, breathing technique in this episode... Like, he's going at this insanely fast speed that's, like, shooting all across the district. And because it's going so fast, it's, like, cutting through Daki's neck. It's like, man, like, everything that was hype about this in the manga is elevated by, like, a hundred times. And that's honestly why I'm still enjoying watching the anime, because I've read the whole manga. I think most of us have, except for poor J-Mac. But, Wow! The animation has just really sold the, the this fight way way above even what was already really good. Yeah, and it's it's especially great, especially with all like the little moments too, like uh Tanjiro kind of just saying to himself, Oh, if like I were to become a demon, I know like my uh comrades of the demon slayers would like take my own head. And it's like Oof, th those words hit, especially manga readers. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, but what I love is it's not just, oh, I know they would, like, regretfully. No, no, he would want them to. Yeah, it's, man. And, and like, he, he also is, like, directly goes to the comparison a lot of people think about where it's like, oh, Gyutaro and Daki are kind of the counterparts to Tanjiro and Nezuko. They're siblings that have become demons and are like actually wrecking havoc kind of calls that out at one point too just like i I could have been you yeah so man it's like everything that you want out of an episode is in episode 10 like they even have the hype cliffhanger at the end where you think everything's fine still and then Uzumi's like wait watch out we have that giant explosion okay also in episode 10 we see the okay so i i I theorized about the red mark on uh, Tanjiro's head with his red eyes, but no. It just fucking appeared on his head. Oh, yeah, the mark. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. The mark finally showed up. It did. J-Mac, how do you feel about the mark? That was pretty dope. Indeed. 
These how many really good episodes? How many whoosh kadooshes do you give the mark? I mean, it is the cause of the whoosh kadoosh. I mean, you're not wrong. I also liked that how he was realizing that, you know, he like he, he was starting to realize that all this different breathing styles and stuff came from people adapting the what the styles that exist and making it for them. So he's like combining the water and the Hinokami Kagura to work for him. Yeah. He's finally understanding. He's finally figuring it out. That's so great. And like, I remember this moment being like really good in the manga too, but I think they, they really emphasize the mark showing up here in the anime. Cause like you can see it when it shows up in the manga, but it, I feel like it was something you could easily gloss over when you were reading it. Oh, yeah, because they're able to use colors to emphasize it here and motion as well. Whereas the manga, you know, it's there. It's totally there, but you could easily gloss over it. It's just, you know, the drawing. Yeah, because I remember when it showed up in the manga, too. I didn't notice it the first time I read the chapter. And then when they mentioned, like, later in the series, I was like, wait, Tantro got the mark? What? (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I had to go back and double check this arc. And I was like, oh, you did get the mark. I was like, yeah. What you might say is you saw that and said, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> Ugh. The, the pinnacle of film right there. The room, that's the true masterpiece. It's got nothing on Mugen Train. Or Mugen Train's got nothing on it, I guess. Mugen Train mid. Fight me. Alright. <laughs> I'm not sure I can be fair to Mugen Train anymore because of how much I went through that story. <laughs> Clearly, we have to go through it five more times. Yep, yep, yep. Well, they have the dub of the TV episodes now. I could totally watch it again. Yeah. yeah. You know you want a laser. Not really. Laser, I'm going to make you review it. I don't have anything new to say. That's the problem. <laughs> We're go- I'm going to make you watch it again, Laser. No. <laughs> I re- it I'll watches watch the Mugen train or else it gets a hose again. <laughs> Oh no. I'll watch the first episode because it's actually good new content and that you I do need to show you. It watches all the Mugen train or else it gets the hose again. Why does the train have a hose? But nothing good happens on trains. Wait, what? It's okay, Laser. You're in a safe place. <laughs> the train can't hurt you. Yeah, the train can't hurt me anymore. But, I oh, but the problem is, is that I got off the train, you guys. That's the problem. Well, the problem is that you live right next to a train track. <laughs> I, I absolutely oh, no. really do. Anyways, moving back to the entertainment district. Um, the other thing I want to mention about episode 10. Inosuke popping up at the end to help fight Daki. Oh, yes. There's everyone popping off. Just such a great way to, to conclude. Everyone got a great moment. Don't underestimate Inosuke's flexibility, guys. Mm. Inosuke is just amazing. Just don't underestimate him. Don't underestimate any of these three. He's like Elder Taguro, except without the creepy factor. I want to get popped off too, man. I think that would involve dying, though. Who? Getting oh. popped off? I mean, I guess that's a good way to get popped off. I, I guess so. I remember we were watching it, and as soon as the two heads landed next to each other, I'm like, oh boy, now it's now it's time to feel sad for them. That's basically what a good chunk of episode 11 was. Like, yep. we got the Nezuko Express, with Nezuko kind of just, like, 
bussing Tanjiro around everywhere. And he, like, hey, truly, nothing bad happens on the Nezuko train. And that's not even a joke, because it's Nezuko. Nezuko train um, is I was kind of disappointed with, like, how rapidly it was, res- like... So the explosion happens, right? And I was kind of disappointed with how, like, brief the scene where Nezuko does the fire thingy and absorbs all that was. Like, that was just, like, a two-second scene. I'm like, oh, okay. You gotta make her go back to cute Pikachu mode so they can sell merchandise and have her be a shonen mascot. Yeah, I, I kind of don't like that Nezuko's uses basically a Deus Ex Machina, like, at the end of the arc, especially with the just magically healing everyone. Bet your soul and the poison ablaze. I mean, it's yeah. really what is at this point. A Pikachu that is basically a Pikachu until it eventually does Thunderbolt to kill something. Well, that was every episode in Pokemon, though, so... Yeah. yeah. But wait, are we saying Nezuko's worse than Pikachu? No, I was saying, like, Nezuko's only purpose is to, like, cute and adorable baby doggy uh, mascot. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's her only purpose, but it is a lot of what they do with her. Yeah, and I guess, like, the logic with the whole, like, healing thing is that, like, we've seen before that she can, like, burn blood. So I guess, like, the idea is, like, oh, she'd be burning the blood, but because it doesn't damage humans, it would just be burning the demon blood that's in them. I still want to know, because Tanjiro got stabbed through the fucking bottom of his chin. Why doesn't he have a b- massive hole there? Like, that Nezuko didn't heal that. <laughs> Don't worry about it, J-Mac. Don't worry about fine. it. Nezuko's just fine. magical. Look, I, I, look, I... Look, <laughs> I mean, Tantra's head is notoriously hard, so, you know, it's fine. Nezuko just got some super glue and, like, fixed it, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing Nezuko with a tube of, like, gorilla glue. Just, oh, my God. Just, like, I can imagine, like, tilting her head going, what the heck? <gasps> but, yeah, I forgot that he got stabbed like that. I was like, wait, yeah, he got, do we like, see fucking him straight up healed? impaled. Yeah, yeah it's like... I, I just don't know. Plot hole. Unforgivable! Worst anime ever, you guys. Why Literally do we even do a podcast? Why, why do we even podcast on this? I don't know. Literally even. unwatchable. We get money. We, we don't get money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, internet clout? Maybe. This podcast is know. brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. God. I mean, if what? someone wants to sponsor us, go ahead. I'm fine with selling out. This yes. podcast is brought to you by anime. I mean, I'm selling by all of our anime. It's really Raid Shadow Legends is legitimately sponsoring it. my stream coming up. Oh my god! Oh, you you went with that, eh? Yes, I'm going with it. I'm buying a trash Ooh. can that I can sit in, and I'm going to stream from the trash can. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> What's Raid Shadow Legends? Uh, it's a it's a mobile RPG. I, I guess I can't say publicly RPG. anymore. I feel, <laughs> I feel this is a topic for later. <laughs> Yeah, yes, this is probably. a tough Unless we want to give a- alien uh, mesothelioma. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're we're not going to do that. Also, I have to edit this, so I'm the one that's going to be dying while doing it. Speaking of... <laughs> okay. Um, so, Demon's backstory. Lots Sad times. Really ouch. bad times. Just ouch. Fucking ouch. Oh, but before that, we we get they get to the heads and they're like screaming at each other, and Tanjiro just covers the brother's mouth and just like, "You guys are dying. You shouldn't be like yelling at each other. No one's going to like you in the afterlife. No one's going to forgive you. 
you guys only have each other. I mean, he's being real I there. Mean, no, where, where, where is the lie? Where is the lie? No lies being merciful, though. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I definitely sympathize with Giyutar to the extent that, like, he had a really crappy life. I sympathize with him up and until he becomes a demon. I yeah. come. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, said good for you when he killed that one lady and the samurai. I did too because they kind of deserved it. Not kind of really did. Yeah, no, their backstories kind of ex- like put a very like like they put a spotlight on the exploitation of kids in like that era of the. So that's a very real thing that happens. That's a very very real thing. It is, and like one thing I noticed though is that, like the Baxter really doesn't try to make you sympathize with Daki at all. It's mainly just trying to have you sympathize with Yutaro. But I guess the logic behind it is because like Daki was still basically a child when she died. Mm-hmm. Alex, she was thirteen. That I, I oh my gosh when they, when they said she was thirteen when she stabbed a client I'm like oh damn fucking crap ew. I I actually still kind of sympathize because what do you think he probably asked her to do? As a 13-year-old. Yeah, nah. I can't really blame her. Yeah, nah, nah, I, I agree with that. But it's like, he, I forgot how much the Baxter was, like, from Gyutaro's perspective rather than, yeah. like, equal. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally his perspective. Yeah, so in, like, the regard of, like, he w- was trying to look out for Daki when he was human and, like, just all went horribly wrong and sympathized with him up to that point. But him being, like, a complete mass murderer is the demon, nah, nah. Nah, nah, there's no sympathy for that, but, well, the only sympathy I have for that point is a lot of that's really out of his control at that point, because demons just go nutty. Yeah. They do what Muzan wants. Pretty much. And anyways, yeah. it's very clear he's going to a bad place where he's literally literally walking to, like, dark flames. <laughs> yeah, so like he, yeah, yeah. So that part, like where he, she's a sister who's been who's become a human again, yep. and he's still a demon. Yep. And like that was sad. Yeah, like it's sad to think like from Gutar's perspective, Daki would be better off without him. Yeah. By sticking with him, they're technically both going to hell together. <laughs> yeah. Because it very much was presented as she was provided with the opportunity to not go to. Yeah. She kind of was. She was half dead when she got filled with demon stuff. Well, no, not not that part. The the thing after they're disintegrated and they're dead and they're in the black. Yeah, no, no, no. That that much is very much her choice. Yes. Yeah. At that point, no, she's like dark and crusted, like burnt burger meat. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I thought it was of course my favorite well, guys, I mean, the one that showed up and said, "Hey, you want to be a demon?" Yeah, oh well, yeah, everyone's that, friendly neighbor. But also wasn't really given much of a choice. He was just given the blood automatically. He never said, "Yes, give me the blood." It was just it just happened. So true to counter yeah. that point. But man, don't don't you love Doma Laser? Who's mm-hmm. Doma? Uh, he was that hot guy voiced by Miano. It's yeah, the guy I, that gave them their blood, the, the demon Yeah, blood. he was the previous upper six. Like, I assume he's higher now? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, mm-hmm. Like, he, he's, yeah. A, he's an interesting guy. Uh, he's like the sixth ranked guy, so he's like higher than Akasa on the power scale. Well, no, he's higher in the present day. Oh. 
Well, they, they, they put the numbers up. I just try to remember them when you're reading them. Well, so, like, that's one thing I forgot. I forgot that he used to be the former number six. I had yeah. forgotten that entirely as well. I didn't even remember he was a part of this. I guess now he's, like, number three or something. Two. Two, if I recall. It's a number. Yeah, he'll be important later. Like, not for, like, two seasons. Yeah. But he's a dick. He is a dick. I mean, he's a demon, therefore, yes. He's an attractive dick, though. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. His uh, yep. Japanese voice actor is also pretty well regarded. Like, he's Crollo and Hunter Hunter. Uh, oh. He does, um, who is it? Reinhardt and uh, Legend of Galactic Heroes. The new one. Yeah, the new one. Old one's your boy. Yeah. Then a bunch of other things that I cannot remember off the top of my head. Yeah, that dude's been, like, in anime for a long time, and Dill was, like, one of the only older ones that I see pop up in newer animes. Yeah, I mean, there, there are other people, too, but, like, he's definitely, like, very well-regarded. Yeah, I just meant, like, he's, like, more everywhere than, like, say, anyone in One Piece or Conan. I guess, yeah. I mean, Horikawa, but... Yeah, Horikawa still does anime, but, like, it's... You'll see him pop up as maybe a few, like, side characters or background ones. Yeah. And this guy who's voicing Doma is just, like, everywhere. Wild. I mean, for for a big throwback, he was, a uh, light in Death Note. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Very fitting, uh, equally, uh, hateable yeah. characters. yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. He's also an Ultraman and like all the Ultraman Zero related content. Insane. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I mean like, so episode 11 is mainly kind of just like the slow down to everything, wrapping up everything in a nice little bow. We even get to see our uh, happy, friendly neighborhood Akaza. <laughs> yes, we do. We also get to see another Hashira. Oh, yeah. yeah, we do. But old Obanai. Yeah. My snake man. Yep. Oh, Obanai. If only you did more. <laughs> if only. If only. You have such a cool design, too. It's a great design. And I love it. I'm just like, what took you so long to get here? And he just kind of was like, shut up. I like how, like, it as it goes, goes up, they're like, the, the girls of the wives are crying over Uzo. <laughs> And he's trying to give his last words. And oh, he God. Lights him on fire. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, my God, what did you do? How dare you? It's like, well, no, prior to that, now. like, he's tried to give his last words, and the one girl just won't stop fucking crying, so he can't fucking... <laughs> and he's like, wait, yeah. we, we can't cremate him this soon. Yeah. He, he's sitting here going, guys, I wanted to say something, but now I can't because you interrupted me. Thanks. Thanks for that. Mm -hmm. It's hard to take the scene seriously because that one wife just sounds like a anime mascot character. Yeah, I guess child too. Like the voice range was so high pitched that it was hard to take it seriously. Well, I mean, it was there was meant to be some humor in. Yeah, because at that point we already knew Nesco could like heal poison. So yeah, because like, she that 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 particular wife is the Zenitsu of the group. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like Uzumi's going to stick to his word about quitting too. Yes, like, he's retired. He's like, no, you're gonna fight until you die. And Uzui's like, nah, fam. 
Go look at Tajiro. You got you got some other guys that made it through, and he's just like, what the? Those idiots survived. What the? F-? <laughs> there goes my ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the other scene I really like in this is uh, the one with uh, Ubeyashiki. We're like, usually we seem like so like composed and cool, and we actually seem like excited now because like after like hundreds of years, someone's finally killed an upper rank. Oh, we also, I also learned something very fucking important about him. Yeah. Yeah, he, okay, so Muzan's either his brother or his son. Uh, not, not exactly. Well, he's not staying on my family, so it's, it's in the family, it's. Yeah, like, they're, Muzan's connected to the Ubeyashiki family. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Wonder if that'll ever get addressed in the future. I wonder if it will. Ooh. Future season. No, I thought it got another movie. Did it get another season? Yeah, it, it's a TV anime. <laughs> oh, so it'll actually come out faster, neat. I guess. I mean, we haven't mentioned it yet, but yeah, uh, Swordsmith Village, the next arc is going to get a TV anime at some yeah. point. Yeah. Who would have guessed? I'm shocked, I say. Shocked. I thought it would be another movie, to be honest with you. Swordsmith is a bit too long to be a movie, though. Yeah. It is my favorite arc, so I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, it has uh, uh, Mitsuri and... um, What's-his-face? Tokito. Tokito. Both of whom are very good characters. And, like... The other good thing about this episode, just like I, I like that it like caps off with like our main trio and Nezuko just like crying it out. Even Inosuke's crying under the mask. It's so sweet. Yep, lots of crying, just like the sports animals. Where's our Hinamaru Inosuke? Or is Inosuke Sumo? Inosuke Sumo. Inosuke Sumo sounds like it's something that could sell better. But Hinamaru Sumo sold really badly. <laughs> no, I meant like if they had like Ginosuke, but like doing a sumo anime, that could probably make some money on the side for. He'd bring swords into the sumo fight? What do you mean these are illegal? Uh, but do we have any other thoughts about these episodes? Mm, not particularly. Good stuff. No dice at all, other than Goma, please return phone call. Really pretty whoosh-kadoosh. J-Mac, how do you feel about the season overall? Ten whooshes out of kadoosh. Mm-hmm. What about you, Laser? I also give it ten whooshes out of kadoosh. Allison? Yeah. I give it a nine out of ten whoosh-kadoosh. Gasp! Maybe an eight. It was easily the best uh, season so far. Oh, I, I agree as well. Like, I felt Definitely. the pacing was a lot tighter overall. Animation, god tier. Yeah, like, immediately after I complained about it in an episode, it fucking just was like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going crazy. <laughs> Let's prove J-Mac wrong for, like, half a season. <laughs> yeah. And it just went fucking off, man. Yeah. Man, I, I, I was expecting good things from this season, but... Honestly, it blew my expectations out of the water. Like, I I can't imagine what Swordsmith will look like. God, Swordsmith is going to be amazing. 
Maybe I just need to watch it when the hype dies down. Get more enjoyment, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I've usually been, like, uh, since we cover these in, like, two episodes a pair, I usually wait until both are out and then watch them together. And I think watching kind of more in that vacuum is a lot more enjoyable to me, just because, like, you get that full immersion of just all the high-octane action. But that said, I think, like, I, I don't think this is... Like, it's not uh, really... Not really, like, saying any deep... Like, it's not... It's like Shonen Jump shit, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, like, the messaging in Demon Slayer is not anything unique to Shonen Jump or manga in general, but it's good storytelling. Yeah, like, if it's your first, if it's, like, baby's first anime, it's probably gonna be your favorite. But, like, once you see enough Shonen, you're just like, eh, I saw this before. Uh, fair enough. I mean, my my mindset on this is that not everything can be tomorrow's Joe. You can't revolutionize the wheel constantly. It's not a revolutionary story, but it's incredibly well done, and that's not the case for all shonen. So I definitely think that it's it's a well made series. It's well worth watching. And honestly, there there's really no manga or anime nowadays that's like revolutionary. <laughs> it's very rare. It's a very rare thing. It's like everything is iterative on what's come before it. Yes. And that's storytelling in general. Exactly. All about the implementation. Mm, implementation. Mm-hmm. It's not what kind of sword you have, but it's how you use it. Exactly. I think this man knows what's going on. But man, we're, we're going to have a weird void in our hearts until the next season starts. But it's a good thing that there's uh, more Demon Slayer stuff coming out. Like, we have the novels coming out from Viz and the coloring book in April. More Demon Slayer fun afoot. Yep. They're loading out over the stage play or something. Yeah, but we aren't going to get those in the US. Alas. Yeah, I, w- I would kill to see a Demon Slayer stage play in person. Yeah, that's cool. Hmm. But yeah, I guess uh, if we don't have any other thoughts, might as well get out of here. So, Allison, where can people find you? Uh, when I'm not dying from academics, you can find me on yada 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 podcast about nothing, where we talk about Seinfeld episodes. And JMac, you can find me on Twitch.tv/slash/JMacAfreak. Uh, I try to stream fairly regularly, typically Mondays and Thursdays, with a few bonus streams here and there. Uh. I am also on Twitter at Real J Macafreak, uh, TikTok at J Macafreak, anywhere else on the internet as J Macafreak. Come check me out. And last but not least, Laser. Oh, you can find me on Twitter at LaserKid Prime. You can find me on Tsunami Faithful, where <sighs> I am going to exhaustively be reviewing all the Shemu episodes. Please send help. Um, as well as the Tsunami Faithful podcast and the Tom Weeps podcast. Yeah, definitely follow all three of these folks. They're all amazing people. As for myself, you can find me on Twitter at VLORGTZ. I also write various things for old-comic.com as well as ToonamiFaithful.com. And then I do a bunch of podcasts besides this one. Like Laser mentioned, the Dumbweebs podcast at Dumbweebs Pod, uh, the Toonami Faithful podcast at Toonami Podcast, Oversoul Shaman King podcast at Shaman King Pod. And Saturday Night Shoggy at Sat Night Shoggy. So check out all of those. 
Um, but as far as the Demon Slayer podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at dslayerpodcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash demonslayerpodcast, and on the Toonami Faithful website itself at toonamifaithful.com slash demonslayerpodcast. And the podcast is on basically everything at this point. Spotify, Anchor, Podbay, you name it, we're there. So just go look us up, subscribe, give us a review, a rating, and just enjoy the episodes. But that does it for this episode, so we will see you guys later. Bet your train's a place.